This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Welcome everybody to episode 126 of Taylor Talk, Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Maya. I'm Diane. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. Steve, we're glad to have you, buddy. Hey. I know you said you probably wouldn't make it this week, but you're here. Yes. I am here. How Steve about that? is live from Nashville. Live from live Nashville. From, Nash- from our Nashville Taylor Talk studios. <laughs> this is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad you're here, Steve, because we're here to talk today about a song of Taylor Swift's that just hit 300 million views on YouTube. That's a lot. That's a lot of views. So I think I've watched it about a hundred million times. <laughs> Sammy's a third of those, apparently. <laughs> but before we get going, you know, we always got some things to talk about before we get to our main discussion. First off, I, I just want to say thank you to the twenty million people who like corrected us from last week. <laughs> that, it was, yeah. We got so many tweets, emails, and Taylor text Connect messages, messages and, text yeah. messages, everything. Everybody telling us that. It was teardrops that was edited. Yep. Uh, we yeah. couldn't remember. Here's the question, though: Why was teardrops edited, but "Cold as You" wasn't when they both used the same swear word? Probably because teardrops, teardrops was, a was a single on the radio. Yeah. Okay. So it was a radio yep. edit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just edited it for radio. Good answer. It was a radio edit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yes. Wow, where'd you learn that? Well, he uh, is in Nashville, so he knows everything uh, about Taylor Swift. That's true. Yeah. So, Diane, how about that news? What's been going on lately? Well, on Thursday, Taylor attended the City of Hope's 8th Annual Taste of Hope Wine Dinner event in New York City, and she went with Scott Borchetta. The music and, and entertainment industry branch of City of Hope Foundation has raised more than $103 million for the cure and prevention of cancer cancer um hiv and aids since its founding in 1973 radio dj bobby bones also attended and took a selfie with taylor that's pretty cool bobby bones bobby bobby bones (laughs) just like him anybody that listens to bobby bones shows knows what i'm or knows what i'm doing there so steve chuckled i think he got it i did (laughs) <laughs> hey steve well you're in nashville you should go get bobby bones to do an intro for taylor talk there you go try. <laughs> welcome to taylor talk with bobby bones bobby bones <laughs> bobby bones <laughs> for those who don't know bobby bones is a dj there in nashville and uh has interviewed taylor and he, he's actually gotten huge enormous really very very popular guy <clears throat> All right, and then on Saturday, Taylor visited the Sloan the, the Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York City. I think it's so heartwarming and speaks to her true character that Taylor would spend so much of her day off spreading joy to these kids. Taylor was scheduled to be there from 3 to 4 p.m., but she ended up staying until 7.30. The family of one of the patients that, that, that she went to see posted a full video of her visit. Aww. Yeah, that is incredible. It was a sweet. sweet visit. Very, very sweet. It was very mm-hmm. nice. But wait, there's more. So <laughs> much more news, in fact, that Steve has to finish it for Diane. <laughs> oh, boy. You know how oh, boy. We're about to get really news. bored by the monotone. <laughs> no. Eeyore, take I'll, it away, buddy. I'll, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> That's <here>. my thing. <laughs> 
All right, let me see if I can do it maybe a little bit better voice. Taylor will be amused for an art exhibit called Who is Taylor Swift Anyways? This exhibit seeks to explore our relationship (laughs) to a celebrity through embodiment of pop, ah, pop fictional characters in Taylor Swift. It combines painting, video, installation, and performance by six talented artists. Each artist grapples in their own ways with a relationship to pop culture, whether it be inhabiting the character of Taylor Swift in performance, by commenting on creating and disseminating memes, or testing the boundaries of copyright laws, and how we relate to the artist's expression. The exhibit runs from March 28th to April 13th at the Fowler Art Space in Brooklyn, New York. There is an opening night reception from 7 to 9 on March 28th, and it will be viewed by appointment during the open gallery times Saturday from 12 to 5. And you can go to fowlerprojectspace.org slash taylorswift slash who taylorswift.html. Holy cow, who wrote that essay for Steve to read? I I think it's a quote. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Steve. I I tried my best. You did very good, Steve. You sounded like a a fourth grader reading in class. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to give a little bit more enunciation, and there was a lot of words. There were were a lot of words, and there were some... It's very like artistic, and there's stuff I don't understand. But Sammy, didn't you say you might go visit this? Yeah, I think I'm going Friday on the 28th. Yeah, so mm-hmm. next week you can come back and tell us what this all means. Yeah, I think we might do a fun week about that, fun episode about that. Yeah. Translate what Steve said to us. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cool. <laughs> Are you sure you want me to continue the news? Yeah, you can do it, Steve. There's only only a little bit left, Steve. This little bit is fine. I think you got it. All right. It's a short one. Finally this week, we got a look at Taylor's upcoming film. And even though it's a small role, it's still going to be considered a Taylor film, if you will. (laughs) Uh, The trailer for The Giver was released, and Taylor appeared briefly at uh, the 44-second mark, which I'm sure most of you already know if you've seen it. But if not, go check it out and let us know what you think of the trailer. You want to hear a funny story about this trailer? So I was babysitting when it came out and I was watching it with the the kids that I babysit and I was recording it and they didn't really understand and I didn't have time to explain it to them. And then I put them on the bus and then I was driving home and I had tweeted that Taylor wasn't in it and my phone started blowing up because everyone was tweeting us back saying that she was. And I was like on the hunt to find this girl. I was driving with one hand on the steering wheel, on the steering wheel, one hand on my phone, trying to fast forward through it and rewind through it until I found her. I finally found her. I almost crashed my car. Okay, that's oh a bad God. story. Example: People don't do that. Okay, here on Taylor <laughs> Talk, here on Taylor Talk, we do drive, not encourage please. people to text and drive or scan videos and drive. That is to picture. YouTubing and driving. Don't yes, do that. That's also frowned upon. Hands off the phone while you're driving, Sammy. But I'm glad you Sammy, finally. What highways do you drive on? Because I want to be nowhere near those roads. <laughs> it was a back road. Don't worry. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you, Diane and Steve, for the news. Maya, what's coming up on the calendar? Well, um, on March 24th, the voting opens for the ACM Awards Entertainer of the Year, and Taylor is nominated. Um, so you can go vote at voteacm.com. Um, and the ACM Awards are going to air on CBS on April 6th at 8, 7 central. So make sure you get those votes in. Um, 
And also on March 29th, um, the Kids' Choice Awards will air at 8 p.m. on Nickelodeon. Taylor is nominated for Favorite Female Singer and Favorite Song for I Knew You Were Trouble. And you can continue to vote up until uh, the 29th at nick.com slash vote. So make sure you do that, too. You might have to lie about your age a little bit, but, you know. They actually don't that's ask okay. you anymore. They used to Do ask they not? They don't ask you anymore. Nope. Is that just the Teen Choice Awards? I think that's just the Teen Choice Awards. But okay. I always So you don't have to lie about your age. Just vote <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Interesting. Thanks for that, Maya. We haven't even had a formal calendar in forever because usually it's just been the Red Tour updates. I know. Speaking of Red Tour updates, Sammy. Oh, that's me. Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jakarta, Indonesia pre-sale for the Red Tour sold out in under five minutes. Woo! General sale is March 24th. Um, which was this morning. I don't have the update as to how fast they sold out. I didn't see it on my Twitter feed, but I will find out for you next week. And Tokyo, Japan goes on sale on March 29th. Thank you, Sammy. You're welcome. So main discussion time. Uh, thank you to everyone who stuck around through that. Now you got another like couple hours ahead of you because this song's probably going to be a long discussion, I would think. I would think so, too. Possibly. Yes. So... Anyway. Today we are here to discuss one of Taylor's top-selling songs, You Belong With Me. Yes. That came as a request from at TayTay13Swift13 on Twitter. So let's let's just get down to it. Why do you guys think this is such a popular song? Why is this one of the Taylor legendary songs? Um, I think that this was like her first like quote-unquote crossover song. It was the first song of hers to really hit the top 40 airways rather than the country airways. And I think that that kind of, I mean, it made people in all genres know who she was. Okay. That's a good thought. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense, Sammy. But I also feel like this song is, I mean, I feel like everyone has had a time in their life where they have felt this way. Like they like see someone with, you know, that they like or whatever. And they're like, hey, you, you, you really shouldn't be with them. You should be with me. Like everyone has had has had that moment, I think. Yeah, I feel like I mean, because now Taylor clearly has this reputation for like, you know, writing songs that a lot of people can really relate to, especially girls. And I feel like this was one of the first songs that really established that where like so many people could listen to it and be like oh my god that happened to me too how does she know that and like mm-hmm. it sort of started that yeah but in all fairness my not just girls in that situation because right guys too have also had someone they've been interested in that may be with someone else girls well fine <laughs> sassy i was <laughs> qualifying because i know guys wear t-shirts too <laughs> they don't wear short skirts though no, we don't. um well, M- sammy some of them do yeah <laughs> actually sammy you have something to tell us adam <laughs> no no i've never worn a skirt in my life although they that. look rather comfortable they, they seem They're very airy <laughs> okay awesome <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So let's dive into some of the lyrics and things like that. So the song we've kind of already hit on what it's about. It's about a girl who sees uh, a guy that she's interested in, but he's with another girl, right? Mm -hmm. So lyrics, I think this is like an interesting Taylor writing style too. And getting back to the relatability of the song, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that this may have been one of the earlier songs that she didn't write 
from an autobiographical standpoint. She wrote it from an observational standpoint in that it was someone else's situation that sort of inspired it. It. Uh, do you guys know the you story? Because sure I, ju- I just read I it. I mean, it's kind of similar to um, Teardrops on My Guitar in that, you know, she's talking about this guy that she's, you know, infatuated with and he has another girlfriend. Actually, yes, yeah, Sammy. I wonder because if it's about the same thing. It, it's not, and I'll tell you why. Because Taylor actually did an interview with Self. Is that a magazine? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, that's a magazine. Long time ago. And explained that she overheard, she was on her band's bus and overheard one of the guys, doesn't say which, but one of the guys on the phone uh, talking to his girl and saying, baby, of course I love you more than music. I'm so sorry. I had to go to sound check. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. So she said immediately in her head, she got the line, you're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. Mm. And ran off to her bus to start writing it. And then, of course, collaborated with Liz Rose and finished it. I mean, I think that... Obviously, like like you just said, it does stem from a observation, but I think a lot of it in here is also somewhat autobiographical. Because I mean, like even the songs that are the most observant have some form of an autobiographical storyline running through there. You know, like I think probably the specific inspiration for this song came from that moment. But like, there's no way that Taylor didn't also go through this exact yeah, I mean, situation at some point. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm sure she has felt similar feelings, but at the same time, it just the inspiration came from a different viewpoint is what I'm getting at. And because it's someone else's life, that could have been why it is more relatable, because it it is something that everybody experiences. Mm -hmm. Did that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I'm like scratching my own head, like thinking, like, what did I just say? (laughs) No, it it made sense. Don't worry. Yeah, it does make sense. Oh, good. So, uh, does anyone have any favorite lyrics they can pull out of there? Well, I had a bunch bolded. Did you unbold them? No, you didn't. Um, I personally like, which one do I like better? I think I like the, the first, the first, the, the last line of the first core of uh, first part of the song dreaming about the day when you wake up wake up and find that what you're looking for has been there the whole time mm-hmm. it just kind of sums I feel up like the whole that's song. one of those lines that like whenever the song came out like four years ago five years ago like that like everybody had as like their facebook status yeah on myspace even myspace yeah steve still has a myspace i still no. have a myspace i, I never had a myspace probably deleted everything off of it I never had one to begin with. You never had a MySpace. No. Steve, what were you doing? Steve, how could how did you discover Taylor then without a MySpace? Like, that was Taylor's spot. Well, yeah, but MySpace used to annoy me because people would put those backgrounds. Oh, my God, I know. all sorts of colors, and then there was music that starts blaring as soon as you oh, get to I the page. The I'm aware and then the fonts now. were like... Okay, okay, Steve, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Mr. Mr. Computer Techie Guy over here. <laughs> What other lyrics we got in here? Um, I also really like the, the, I don't know if you would call that the bridge, but at, towards the end where she's like, I remember you were driving to my house in the middle of the night. I'm the one who makes you laugh when you know you're about to cry. I know your favorite songs and you tell me about your dreams. Think I know where you belong. Think I know it's with me. So just that entire verse. Yeah, yeah, pretty it's much. It's really cute. Pretty much. Okay. Oh, I know I promised a long discussion, but I think it's time to wrap it up. No, Adam. <laughs> Nonsense. Hey, bye. Sammy said her bit. Sammy's leading the discussion now. I'm going to take a nap.
right. Adam, calm, calm yourself. It's okay. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Here, I got. I, I want to actually ask you guys a trivia question about the lyrics, since we're in the lyrics discussion right now. Oh, no. Here we go. I know the answer. Which was Taylor and Liz Rose's favorite line of this song to write? Oh. I'm raising my hand. I know the answer. Wait, Wait Sammy, I give guess? everyone a sec. Can I guess? <laughs> I think it's, she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts. You would be correct. Did you cheat? No! I read that on Wikipedia earlier. So uh, I just studied. I wasn't cheating. I was preparing cheater. for the episode. Cheater. Oh. <laughs> if anyone out there listening knew the answer to that question, brownie points to you. <laughs> I didn't know it before I researched this episode. Just well, it's, it's an adorable line. I don't know how it, it couldn't be their favorite song line to write. Which do all you ladies on the show wear? Short skirts or t-shirts? T-shirts. t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Both? Not that I've never, I mean, I have worn Honestly, a short skirt really in my life, but... but I don't wear a whole lot of short skirts either. No. I don't feel those like they're sometimes. in right now. People don't, they don't wear those. No. Man, I remember when everybody used to wear those jean skirts that were ridiculous? I still have one. I don't wear it, but I have it. <laughs> You're waiting for it to come back into style. Whip it out, yep. With my <laughs> leggings hey, underneath. Hey, Steve, let's talk about our jean skirts. <laughs> yeah. You ever see those commercials for those pajama jeans? <laughs> Oh my my dad has some of those. I want some. So uh, <laughs> this episode just took a strange turn. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So secret message: Love is blind, so you couldn't see me. I think that's a cool secret message, actually. I think that's a whole. That's like a really cool twist on the whole l- love is blind concept. Because, I mean, usually when you hear that, you think like, "Oh, I love this person, but I'm blind and I don't see their faults," and that's not what she means at all. It's like, no. like you were so in love with this with this girl that was bad to you that you didn't see that I was there being good to you. But then this yeah, also goes mm-hmm. back to the question about whether you know the the main idea was coming from an observation. But if that's the secret message, then that leads me to believe that there is an autobiographical standpoint from it. Because wouldn't she have gone more with a secret message going in the direction that she overheard the conversation? Because she's done that, too. Well, Sammy, how do we know that the purpose of this secret message is not simply to reinforce the message of the song itself? I mean, I guess it could be, but I guess she also must know that... That just sounds so personal, though. Yeah, it does. does. Like, I don't think that would just be, like, trying to reinforce what she said about somebody else. That feels like something that happened to her. I mean, like, if you, like, look at, like, I don't know the Speak Now secret message off the top of my head, but that's completely an observation. And I think that the the secret message goes with the direction that it is an observation, whereas this one kind of goes more that it's autobiographical. But that's just me. Yeah, that's just you. <laughs> okay. Well, I would that's say fine. that this could apply. I mean, this could be about Drew, you know, going back to teardrops on my guitar. That's kind of what I think. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I think it's just a different twist on it. I'll, I'll revise my thought then and, and semi-agree with Sammy that maybe it was inspired by a different scenario, but... Adam, I will go with it is inspired by a different scenario, but the majority of this song has nothing to do with that original thing that started it all for her. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, that's how I feel. Okay, you have a point. It is just the first line. Yeah. Right. That's it what may have at. inspired the actual. I hey, feel, I, need I feel to write like a song. she kind of like she had the idea running through her head, 
based on an autobiographical situation and then that i that one second on the phone that created that first line was able to stream the whole song together okay i'll go with that i'll agree I know I you had a different standpoint before, but bend your will. We're just <laughs> I can change. I can change my mind. I reserve the right to change my mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the music video, though. The music video I thought was kind of cool because it it just is the song. It's perfect. Yeah. Like, there is absolutely nothing I would change. I, I think, my, honestly, my favorite part in the music video is that they didn't cast another girl to be the other, to be his girlfriend. They just put Taylor in a wig. And I think that is so genius. It's really funny, too. Taylor looked good with both hairstyles. I just, I just think it's like such Taylor a. Taylor could like shave all her hair off. She'd still look good. Let's yeah, not encourage that, like though. Her get from the, the giver. Isn't that kind of yeah, her character? It looks yeah, like it's same wig. Sort of I mean, it, it, like, it, she looks the same, but the personality is different. But yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Okay. How do you think the male star did? Lucas Till. He was perfect because he's like he's like he's adorable, but he's not like one of those like big sexy men. Like he was, <laughs> he was perfect. He's like baby adorable. What do you think of the version starring our very own Diane? Oh no! <laughs> I'm spotting spotlighting her. Did you guys know that Diane made a parody of this video on YouTube? No way! Yes, where did. Taylor her, or Diane plays Taylor herself, and it, is, it um, has a lot of views, and it, it has over two million views. <laughs> Granted, I made it back in two thousand and nine when I was eighteen. So Diane's it's famous, old. and it's everybody's old. like, "Oh my god, you look like Taylor!" But like, she actually does in the video. That yeah. was the point, though. That's what I was going for. So for for those of you out. curious, that is going to be at taylortalk.org slash episode 126. I think we should make that the first video in the show yes. notes so everyone can watch it. Oh, my God. I'm never going to let <laughs> I've, that down. I've Diane, you're about to be famous. This, what, Steve? I've not seen this. You haven't either. seen it? No. Me neither. Oh, that's good. Well, Steve, <laughs> taylortalk.org slash episode 126. You'll be able to view it there. <laughs> it's not there yet. Well, not as of this recording, but by the time everyone's listening, it will be. So, uh. Steve has to wait. Everybody else can go there right now and watch Diane playing Taylor Swift and laughing along with the rest it's of us. It's really cute. Thank you, Maya. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I would say it's cute, but I haven't seen it. So where were we with the actual video? We I were just... talking about uh, Lucas Till and how adorable he was. Mm-hmm. That's where we left off. Yeah, I have no comment on that. No comment. But okay, I think he's great because he 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 looks like this nice guy yeah. that would put up with a girl that is mean to him kind of. You yeah. know what I mean? And he was like the right age, like he mm-hmm. didn't look weird to be in high school like Yeah. And he looked like he could be like he could literally be the boy next door. Like it wasn't like this weird like I don't know. The popular boy next door next to the geeky girl. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Who's like the ugly duckling? She's the geeky girl. Comes in at the end in the beautiful prom dress. But what do you guys think of the ending, though? Like that he was in love with her the whole time. He just didn't say anything. Yes. Well, that kind of goes with the love is blind situation. Yeah. But it. I don't. I mean, the ending seems so. I don't know. Like. I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't think she was and... going for like realistic. Yeah. I think it would have been. I think it would have been interesting if they had gotten to that point and she had like 
all of a sudden like woken up and it was like a dream and she was sleeping in class like that almost would have made it make more sense because I kind of agree that the ending is a little weird like I mean obviously in some variation like it had to be that way that you know the guy finally saw her for who she was and like went that way but at the same time it's kind of like saying oh well you know I only like you because you're pretty exactly yeah (laughs) that's what I was just gonna say like so she wears a nice dress and has her hair down and suddenly he's in love with her gets rid of her glasses yeah is is this not a movie (laughs) it totally is a movie Grease and a real story yeah (laughs) Grease Grease and also that's why I don't like that movie but that's another story but yeah I think that 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 could have been an interesting way to do it if it had turned out to be a like daydream the entire time okay what what is the other movie that I'm thinking of that's the same thing the one with Rachel Lee yeah, that one's good. What is it? Yeah. She's, she's, all she's all that. Oh, okay. Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. Okay. 90s babies for the win. Yeah. I remember <laughs> the 90s. Steve remembers the 90s because he was already an adult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so because I like to keep it educational around here, you guys want a fun fact about the video? Sure. Actually, knowing my panel here with you guys, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I already knew that. That's just, old news." Just tell us. And we'll see. I was just gonna say that the the prom scene was actually shot at Taylor's brother Austin's high school. The whole yes. thing was shot there. The football field is his high school too. I read that. That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. I didn't know this. Well, yeah. did you also know, Sammy, that the high school was who provided all those prom goers, all those extras? I did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I bet they were so happy to be a part of that. I don't know though, because at that point she wasn't like she was big enough. I mean, she was, was like but she hadn't won cool her Sammy's yet. She like people would have known her, but at the same time, like you know. Well, I bet they're happy about it now. Oh yeah. Now that it has like three hundred million views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so they were in the Taylor Swift music video. Exactly. They're famous. Almost as famous as Taylor. Famous as Diane. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, I had to, I just, I got to keep reminding people throughout this episode about that video. So that way they remember to go watch it. Isn't that video why you're friends with me? No. Okay. (laughs) I was really hoping he said yes and then I could go, Adam! Actually, I think the answer is yes, but whatever. Adam! (laughs) No. Anyway. sports in this music video. There was sports. There was. There was football, Steve's favorite sport. And Eunice made an appearance in this music video. How about that? That was the best. So what about, you know, like this is the thing, okay, with You Belong With Me, is we got through now our regular discussion topics, lyrics, music video, secret message. But because this song is that popular, there is so much else going on with it, like Diane's parody video that you're all going to go watch uh, as soon as we're done recording. But Diane's probably like glaring right now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's my fault because I posted it, so I have no one else to blame. No one to blame but yourself. But have you guys seen the Weird Al parody? I have. Well, maybe I, I have. I, I listened don't know. to the the song. I feel like I might have like a long time ago. I actually don't think I saw it. I actually was asking the question, hoping you guys had seen it so someone would have something to say. Well, I've seen it. Can you say something? Because I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why would you put it in there? I didn't. I Diane the put it in the notes. I was the one that put it in there because um, I watched it. But anyway, you know, he likes to take, like, like 
like a song and twist it and make it his own and about something completely different. So it's just basically like poking fun at famous people who go out and I don't know, like trip. And then that picture is all over the cover of the national Enquirer. It's just basically about that sort of side of being famous. It's, it's, it's kind of funny, but yeah. So it's just parodies being parodies, a celebrity. Yeah. What is uh, "You Belong with Me" changed to? Like, what's the line in that song? TMZ. Like, you'll see it on TMZ. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, thanks for sharing, Diane. I guess we can't really talk about that much since nobody's seen it except for you. Yeah. Oh well. Sorry, guys. But we can probably was. talk about Selena Gomez's cover of "You Belong with Me." Hopefully. Hope. I haven't seen it. I watched oh, it. <laughs> oh man i think i saw it like a long time ago okay so adam and diane are having a discussion here everybody else (laughs) bye have a nice day okay we'll just hang out well here's the thing is i'm gonna get some hate for this but selena does not do that song justice she actually sounded terrible singing it well in her defense she performed that song at her concerts i want to say in like 2010 it was like a long time ago and that was when she was first like starting to come out and it's i mean i mean i'm I'm sure she's gotten better but yeah her vocals were not as good as taylor's they were not strong but the the fact that someone like selena gomez is covering taylor's song speaks very highly about the song because like we were talking about earlier this is one of taylor's biggest songs Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah Yeah, definitely another lengthy discussion um (laughs) i'm I'm trying okay let's try and find a topic that what about tour performances yes can you guys join us in that discussion Yes. Yeah. Are you Didn't sure? See it. <laughs> Steve's like, I've never seen Taylor in concert before. <laughs> no, I've I've actually seen these ones. <laughs> so let's go back in time and let's start with the Fearless tour. I wasn't actually in attendance, but fortunately there are YouTube videos of the Fearless performance. Actually, first, before we even get into the individual performances, which one was everyone's favorite tour performance? Because You Belong With Me, along with Love Story, are the only two songs that have made the actual set list for all three tours. Mm-hmm. honestly and i'm gonna get hate for this and i'm really really sorry but this is my opinion i like it best when she did it as the b stage song uh during red tour i think acoustic i think it was you mean phenomenal. speak now or, no i mean red tour, no, red tour. in the when they had the rain delay in philly and australia and new zealand it was the b stage song yes i think I believe I, in, I have in, seen that. In Germany, it was the B-Stage song rather than having a secret song. I, I think that that was my favorite performance. It's hmm. cute as a B-Stage song. Yep. Okay, you just threw me off a little because... My favorite is Fearless Tour by far. Mine too. Competition. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Steve? I'm going to have to go speak now because I did not see it on this Fearless Tour. You didn't watch the video even? I guess <laughs> not. Well, silence. Like no, I, no, I saw. Very different. I, you mean the Journey to Fearless, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that, but it's been a while since I watched Journey to Fearless, so I can't recall. All right, well, I I think the Fearless was my favorite too. So and the cheerleaders and mm-hmm. yeah, let's recap it. Let's go back to the Fearless tour and just kind of describe it. I think Fearless tour performance was most like the video in that, you know, it had those screens that showed lockers and. And yeah. Taylor's in the band outfit, kind of like in the video. 
Mm-hmm. And the yes. dancers are dressed up as cheerleaders. It was cheerleaders. the opening song of the tour, which was a big yep. deal. Yes, and that was the first time that I had ever seen her live. So that Me just too. that just means like, oh my god, like I have so nostalgia so much fun, memories. Yeah, fond yeah. memories. Yep. And then they had the Ripley outfit, and it was right. the sparkly dress, and it was great. The intro of the tearaway outfit. <laughs> I mean, that was the, the that was the, the tear- <laughs> what. No, that wasn't the intro of the Tearaway outfit. How? Well, Sammy, that was the first no, song on her first, no. tour. first Should have said no. Should have said no was first. Should have said no. The award, the award show. No, with but, the waterfall. but I think what he means is just that on her tour, like that was the first time that she had the Tearaway outfit on Fearless. Is that what you're trying Stop to say? Stop trying to justify what Adam says. <laughs> <laughs> She's right, nice. though. I'm Thank sorry. you, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first performance on the first tour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do we think of the Speak Now performance? Well, speak. It was cute. It's kind I mean... of similar, honestly. Like, I mean, she performed it on the B stage, and then she moved to the main stage, and the dancers were dressed not similarly, but you know, the dance was kind of similar the to the cheerleading were dressed dance. A lot like how the dancers were dressed for Twenty Two on Red Tour. Yeah, yeah just very was, like fun outfits. It was kind of a common, a perfect, mm-hmm. a happy marriage between the fearless performance of "You Belong with Me" and the Red Tour performance of Twenty Two. Well, I thought the Speak Now one was similar to the Fearless one. However, the costumes were less cheesy. They were less costumes and more like actual clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guys were wearing the Letterman jackets and, but it was still very high school. Mm -hmm. I'm scared to move on to the next tour with this group on the panel. Don't do it. Don't do it. But we have to go there, guys. But we don't have to. We don't have to. But we would leave like this gaping hole. So we have to go. (laughs) Red tour. Red tour. No. I would have rather she cut it. I'm not. I'm not gonna front. I'm sorry, guys. I would have rather she just not sing it. So yeah. just to recap everyone's memories, on the red tour, she did sort of a Motown sound. She had. She was on top of that big red sign, and just sort of singing it. There was not really any big dancing, anything well, like there that. Was like, there was a little yeah, bit of like, dancing. dancing. The, I didn't say. I, I didn't say there was no dancing. I said there wasn't big dancing. Like she didn't have no, like a whole like a team of. Number. It was just like. There was no whole team of dancers. If I remember correctly, it was just her and the backup singers, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they were doing their little dancing, but they didn't have the dancer dancers. No. 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 So um, that was definitely a change. She mixed up a classic a little bit, and I think it was one of those love-hate versions. Either you loved it or you hated it. I don't know that I know anybody who loved it, even if they liked I, it. I loved I the concept of it. it. The concept was I think it could have been a really cool concept, and it just wasn't executed well. Well, hang on. Let's let Steve talk a sec, because, uh, like, you said you like the concept. Can you embellish on that a little bit? Well, I like when you can take a song and you can modify it and give it a different sound, a different feel, a different look. I just wish she wouldn't have picked that song to do it to. Yep. Right. I don't think that works. I'd rather hear the regular version of you belong with me and then maybe one of the other songs that she tweaks a little bit maybe i'd like it um like, so i i like the idea it was okay i wasn't in love with it but i i didn't i didn't hate it like, I'm not i just don't say feel like it's a good choice because you belong with me in love story the reason that they stayed on the set list for all the tours is because they're like people are coming to hear her sing those songs like they're coming for the other stuff but like the people who aren't huge fans are coming for those songs. And when she's taking a song like that that everybody loves so much and then like changing it 
and making it weird. Like, that's kind of defeating the purpose. That's a valid point, Maya. That's actually a really good point because I'd say on average, like, it's probably a 90-10 split. Like, 90% of the audience are more passive fans where the 10% are the people like us. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I know it seems like it may be higher, but... And the more passive people want to see You Belong With Me, the jumpy, peppy version with the clapping and the dancing and the cute outfits, you know? And there are other ways to change it up if if she wants to, because for the previous live performances, she actually changes it up. She doesn't start with the line that we were talking about earlier, you're on the phone with your boyfriend, he's upset. She starts... Girlfriend. What? Girlfriend. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. Girlfriend? Whatever. You are changing it to... Well, Taylor would have a boyfriend. I'm confused. Um, <laughs> the guy was on the phone with his girlfriend. Yes. Gay. And she was upset. <laughs> okay. Now I, Adam gets it. Now I'm upset because everyone's ripping on me this episode. Anyways. Doing the best they can. But if if you remember, though, she started um, at the part, you know, if, can't you see that I'm the one who understands you? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yes. Did you guys watch yes. the video? No, that's yeah. the way she started. Too. Right. That, but she that's what I'm saying is she has ways of changing it up without actually like changing the entire song. Because the theme of the song is sort of high schoolish. It's not Motown. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Steve agrees. It, well, that settles it then, really. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's word is law. Is it? Is that when how it comes down works? to it? Yeah. I mean,. Steve's okay. word is Steve's word is law. If he says it, it must be so. Hmm. You better choose your words carefully, Steve. Yeah, yeah I will. Steve. But there were people who did like it though, and I mean specifically one interesting example is Steve, you remember when we were in uh, in Nashville, Brian Mansfield was there, uh from USA Today. Yes. And he l- really liked that version. I mean he's yeah. a professional yeah. music critic. That's what he does for a living, is review mm-hmm. music. Right. I think, I mean, I don't know. I kind of feel like because we have basically grown up with this song, like, I mean, not me personally. I was already 150 when it came out. But, you know, most of her <laughs> most of her fans have grown up with the song in terms of they were in high school when the song came out and now they are not in high school. Um, that, you know, seeing the progression of the song, like, it went along with, our age bracket almost and now it's gotten to the point where like she could have done something with it to make it more grown up but she kind of went way far away she she made it for old people yes basically (laughs) really grown up you know know (laughs) what i'm saying like without but you know what i'm saying like there could have been a way to make it grown up and i totally saw which how she what she was doing trying to make it more grown up because it is such a bubblegum song that but i feel like she kind of went way over the deep end kind of but now here's another interesting point is the difference in perspective between critics and fans and who taylor should cater to fans because they're the ones that buy her music i I think i think so too but the critics are the one writing about her because i guarantee there was an article about that that um concert and that performance the next day in usa today but do fans read those articles and take them seriously because i don't I mean, I, I, I might see either. them, I mean, but... So many reviews have said that she's terrible, but I still go because I love her. Like, I don't listen to them. Yeah. I don't think it has an effect, really. I guess they're right up there with, like, movie critics. Yeah. yeah. 
they just love to criticize. I mean, how uh, many movie critics have said that Harry Potter was this big mega movie that was amazing? Not many, but everybody in the world saw Harry Potter anyway. Same kind of I thing. did not. Well, All right. everyone in the world except for Steve is yes. boring. Saw Harry Potter. <laughs> well, so then an interesting question is why did Taylor put together a performance that critics like and fans hate? I don't no, think I don't. she knew she, she was going to do that. I don't think she was putting it together for the sole purpose for critics to like. I think that she wanted to branch out from the bubblegum. No, Sammy, I'm not saying it was for critics, but I'm saying it was a performance critics like. I think it was an accidental accident, or it was a happy accident, or Mm -hmm. whatever kind of accident. I just wonder, though, because it seems like, I mean, we all here aren't such a big fan of that part of the show. And I just wonder, like, has she heard that people aren't weren't super in like I think she it? must know. And then why I mean, did she keep it in the show if I she know, took out Stay Stay Stay? That is the biggest question I have asked myself. Why did she keep that in the show and take out Stay Stay Stay? Yes, yeah. I was just gonna say. I was gonna say that too. Maya got it out before all of us. Yep, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. But didn't she take this song out when she went overseas or moved it to B stage? She moved it to B stage because mm-hmm. then she didn't have to take. Well, actually, I don't even know because the thing still had to be there. Um, So maybe she did listen to the feedback. It seemed like it took a long time. I mean, but then when she went to London, she put it back. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think it's because they kind of needed that in there because, like, the entire, all of the dancers and the band and everything had to change for the next song. And I think they needed the time to like make that transition that's yeah, the band still on stage just can't see them the band is still playing at least well it was all the dancers they had to do the whole lucky one transition which was yeah i big. mean that's yeah. fine but i feel like she just could have done it differently like i don't fault her for doing it the way she did it i i totally can kind of see the concept of for what yeah. she was going for i think just the execution wasn't good yeah what would you have done differently, Sammy, for the Red Tour to include You Belong With Me while changing it up a little bit? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's the million-dollar question. That I is mean, the million-dollar question. because I like it acoustic. I would have just performed it acoustic along with a secret song and the other ones. It would have The time would have been exactly the same. I think it was also a time issue. I think uh, the problem is that she did that last tour, though, and she didn't want to do it again. Yeah, but the majority of that song wasn't acoustic it was like right. saying like no, it's just a bit the yeah the very very not even the very beginning of a song like um i don't know i think i think the jazz idea the you know 60s idea it, it could have been really good i don't know that i would have changed that i think it was just more the execution of it being on top of the thing you know so it's like all the people who were like near the front you can't see her yeah, you couldn't see her. The dancers were weird. The the shoop shoop part haunts me in my dreams. <laughs> um, I th- I think it could have been okay. I think it just wasn't executed well. Sorry, I love Taylor. Don't <laughs> Here's another million dollar question. Then, do you guys think that you belong with me will be on the set list for the next tour? I th- I would say so. I think it's kind of like. Madonna singing um I'll think of the name of his not like a virgin mm-hmm. like I feel like it might start to turn into a thing where Taylor might do like like a medley of like her old songs or something that, that, like, that would be really neat put that I in think, like do I think like, that she's always gonna sing along with me and yeah. like I don't know I think that's a good point song. 
I like that idea. She's sing Love Story and You Belong With Me and some variation of our song. But I think that at some point it could get to it where it's like a medley or like it's just the finales and, you know. Well, yeah, because like even whatever, next tour, tour after that, people are still going to be coming to see those songs. Yeah, so like, I mean, it's I'm just... not hating on the song. I love hearing the song. I love when she performs the song. I think it's just that particular performance. Well, it's just going to be an interesting challenge because with the fifth album coming out, her you know, her catalog of songs is ever growing and the show length stays the same. I think it's more likely though, and this is a completely separate conversation, but I think it's more likely that she'll cut more red songs than older songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that she kind of still has that core, like love story. You belong with me. And like, we are never, ever getting back together. And then everything yeah. else kind of is brand I mean, so new. I think when it comes down to it, like going on tour is a lot about, playing the songs that fans want to hear like it's partly promoting your album but at the same time like people are paying for yeah like you have to find a happy medium you have to find a happy medium and i feel like a lot of people go and expect to hear those songs now so if she doesn't it would be kind of odd but i think she also is gonna have to use those other you know 10 to 12 spots for brand new songs off album five yeah well, let's just hope she uses it a little more creatively next time. Well, not creatively, but more to the fans' liking next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because You Belong With Me is a classic song. And and one last point before we wrap up the discussion on this. Do you guys remember, just a, another fun bit, that this was the music video that Kanye yep. interrupted the speech? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. the K-word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. This was yep. the one. Yep. And then she performed it in the subway. Like have immediately you guys, after. Adam, you have to post the behind the scenes of that in the show notes. Tell Diane. She's the one that does the show notes. Okay, I'll try and find it for you. But there's like okay, a whole video you. that came out a couple of months ago that were like a whole behind the scenes about her doing that performance. And that after he interrupted her, they didn't know if she was going to do it. And they oh, had wow. filmed yeah. the whole subway part like two weeks earlier. So like they didn't know if it was going to like sync up the fact that she was so ridiculously happy in that part and that she was then going to have to come out after this horrible experience. And it and was, I mean, it's it really sad because we obviously know the situation to like hear how upset she was and like that she kept the show going anyway. But it also shows is, you know, shows her character that she was not, you know, a, being a diva about it. And she was still willing to do the performance and the performance was still awesome. That's so brave. Well, we'll, yeah. inc- we'll include that video at, uh, right, right there at taylortalk.org slash episode 126. It'll be right next to the video of Diane. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I bet you people don't care. They're like, oh, my God, Adam, stop talking about that video. <laughs> I don't know. It's still getting a laugh out of Sammy and Steve every time I say it. I've never seen it, so I, I don't know what I'm up against. What if it's not as good as they expect it to be? What we'll like we'll mention that up? on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that just about wraps it up for our You Belong With Me uh, discussion here on episode 126. Now, because last time I forgot to do this, people called me out on it. I got to do a 1 through 13 ranking. We didn't so. forget to do it. I made you do it last I, time. Not last time, but in times of the past. Why, Sammy, why are you giving sure me so much did. attitude today? Seriously. Uh, <laughs> Sammy is sassy. I woke her up from her sleep at like 1.30 in the afternoon today. Oh, and uh, now she's throwing a fit about it, you know. Anyway, Sammy, on a scale of 1 to 13, where would you rank this song? 
13. I think it's one of her, I mean, I don't know if it's the best written, but, you know, it, it defined who she was. It, it made her a household name. Every, if you say you belong with me, everybody knows who what you belong with me is, whether they like Taylor or not. 13. Okay. Steve? 13. Maya? Um, I'm going to go 12. What? Ah. <laughs> it's okay, Maya. I was going to do 12, too. What? Stay strong, Maya. Yeah. Stay strong. Song, and it's always going to be important in the catalog of things that she's done, but it just is not so emotionally relevant as other ones for me, so therefore 12. Yeah. Well, I Diane agree. already gave her number. I agree with Maya. Nah. Duh, boo. I, I have to go with 13. I'm with Sammy and Steve on that. And the reason being is because, you know, unlike those silly award shows that claim that they don't take sales into account, I think, in my opinion, on the, like when you're ranking a song, you have to take sales into account because yeah. that means more people like this song. And there's a reason for that. So, 13. I think that was the highest ranking we've ever given any Taylor Swift song on the show. I think so. Yeah. No one was under 10. Well, now it's like an average of like 12.7 because of certain people here named Maya and, and Diane. Still rounds More up to 13. Opinions. What did you say, Steve? I would prefer honesty. It rounds up to 13 it anyhow. Do, it does round up to 13. <laughs> anyway. We'll just say that Maya and, and, and Diane actually gave it a 13. Mm. We'll pretend. Mm. They're basing off the Red Tour performance. That's what it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's got jokes today. <laughs> Steve, can you give us our first uh, mini segment submission, please? Sure. The first one comes from Twitter, uh, from D. Norisky, and it's if Swifties ruled the world, everyone would have music ability, or they'd be able to bake. What about painting? Because she proved that she could do that the other day too. Yeah, this is true. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, speaking of that painting, Sammy, for those who don't know what Sammy's talking about, Taylor tweeted a painting of some flowers that she did. I made this. Watercolors. I made this. Yeah. Did Did you guys hear these people talking about like, oh, it's got to be a fifth album hint? Like, I, that's driving me nuts. I, I'm sorry. Just stop. Please. It's not just, about flowers. Just, just do yourself a favor and stop. <laughs> okay, I, I wasn't I wasn't going to necessarily insult these people. I was just going to simply state my opinion that Taylor is allowed to tweet something that is not related to her career exactly but thank god it wasn't roses because then we would have been all over this right (gasps) okay okay diane can you shut them up with the next one please okay (laughs) we're gonna hear from at liam bolum one from twitter and they say you know you're swifty when you dedicate yourself to listening to all of taylor talks episodes from start to current which is as he's listening 125 episodes Good wow. lord! Oh jeez! I'm on the show and I haven't even done that. I think he should probably, or they should probably not do that, because um, the beginning <laughs> ones were really bad. <laughs> a little rough. But you see the progression. That's what's important. This is true. If they decide to stick with it. Well, let's just say we've practiced since then. Yes. Practiced Good. our speaking skills. Yeah. Except I'm still working on that. Habits. Steve is yeah. trying. Me too. That's why we gave him some news items earlier. Ugh. Steve is going to like not listen to this episode after well, the fact like now just Sammy because was, of that news bit. I like how Sammy like pasted that big thing in and then her part was like three words. Well, I thought I was going to read it. That's why I put it in there. And then they were like, mm-hmm. no, let's Steve do it. And I was like, oh. You're okay. like, oopsie. Yeah, that's all right. I was like, sorry, Steve. That was four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 
right. Shania emailed us and said, you know you're Swifty when you tell your friend you're performing in the school talent show. And she immediately asks if you're singing a Taylor song. Aw. Duh. <laughs> The, yes. What else would you sing in a talent show? Well, what song did you sing? I want to know. Yeah, I want to know, too. I want a video. I want evidence. I want your scores. <laughs> if you won the talent show or not. Oh, Sammy. Yeah. Want to see a picture of the trophy? <laughs> <laughs> Sammy is so invasive. Like, she's all up wow. in people's business. I am. Like, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my turn, right? Yup. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from TinyLou13 on Twitter. You know you're a Swifty when every time you walk into the dentist, a Taylor Swift song is playing and it makes you relax. She texted me about this and I was like, well, that made the dentist experience better. Now didn't it? I don't think anything could make me relax at the dentist. That's the most no. uncomfortable experience Even, I don't ever. I think Taylor could make me relax no. at the dentist. They were playing Love Story for those wondering. Mm-hmm. Oh. But there's a video about that, Taylor at the dentist, isn't there? We're with her retainer. Oh, yeah, with her retainer. Don't okay then. The We're gonna have to link that in the show notes now. Move. You guys are giving me it, so yeah. much work to do. Stop mentioning videos. <laughs> take, take. <laughs> Steve, can then we put that put one? Taylor's entire catalog of music videos in no, the show notes. No, no. <laughs> Steve, can we put put that one right next to the video of Diane? Okay, all right. Maya, can you read the next <laughs> okay. submission? I, I will. Diane, you know what? I'm gonna read this submission now. This is from Listen to Swift 13 on Twitter. You know you're a Swifty when you when your Speak Now CD is playing in the car, and your five year old brother and your mom know Sparks Fly by heart. As Aww. they should. Swifties creating Swifties. Uh-huh. Yes. Many Swifties. For sure. So thank you to everyone who sent all those in. We really appreciate it. Can't wait to hear from you guys for future episodes. You know you're Swifty when or if Swifties rule the world, send them in to us, please. Pretty please. Yes, With please. a cherry on top. And sugar. And some whipped cream. Mm. Yummy. Sounds like a good Sunday in the making. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one last, one last segment before we go. We got what are Swifties listening to? Shannon emailed us and said that we should all listen to Saturday by Ed Sheeran. I know that Ed Sheeran fella. Don't <laughs> I? Yeah, but here's the thing, Sammy, is we all know Ed Sheeran. The reason I wanted to include this segment, because I don't think anybody, including Maya, Ed's number one fan, knew this song saturday i know i'm second i looked it up on itunes and it's not actually on his album which is why a lot of people may not be familiar with it it's on some one of those it's like like a collection of something yeah it's like sounds from the east it's like a day of the week (laughs) (laughs) that too it is thanks listen to it on saturday and there'll be a lot and then listen to the to to Friday. Don't Friday. 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 So, no. <laughs> didn't didn't she come out with a Saturday song? Yeah. Rebecca Black. Rebecca with, Black. With uh, Dave Days. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Speaking of Rebecca Black and and, and memories here, since we have um our, our good friend on Twitter, Liam Bolum one, saying that uh they're listening to every episode. Maya's the only one that'll remember this, but do you remember on episode one? Like way back in the day we had a segment that kind of fizzled. Um called what would taylor do where we came up with these bizarre okay. scenarios and tried to guess what taylor would do in those scenarios i actually know what you're talking about because i listened to that episode and in the first episode our uh our what would taylor do discussion was on what would taylor do if she collaborated with rebecca black on stage and people in the crowd started throwing tomatoes at rebecca black i remember <laughs> that oh my god that was they would make question. salsa yeah, that was uh, an interesting discussion. All the way back in 2011, we had that discussion. I've known you a long time, Maya. Yeah. Still haven't met in person. Sad. Really? Yeah. 
Really? It's true. I've, I've met every single one of you. Yeah. yeah. Well then, Steve, you're you're cool. One of you. Either way, everybody, go listen to Saturday by Ed Sheeran. Thank you, Shannon, for emailing that in. Remember, guys, if you want to contact us, there are a plethora of ways you can do so. You mean a bohemian? Big, big word. A plethora. Plethora. Plethora, Adam. Plethora. There are multiple pronunciations of the same word. Nope, it's definitely just plethora. There are many ways you can contact <laughs> us. You can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us. Facebook us, Taylor connect us, or ask us a question on Ask FM, which I still haven't checked. Oops. Um, all of those are the username Taylor Talk thirteen. You can leave us a voicemail or text message to area code two four zero thirty one Swift. And for those of you listening from international locations, if you don't want long distance rates, you can go directly to taylortalk.org and there is a button on the side that says leave a voicemail, and you can leave us a voicemail there. That is totally free of charge to use, so leave us voicemails, please. You might hear your voice on the show. Yes. And please, if you leave a voicemail, know that you're leaving it to us. I'm so sick of checking our inbox and hearing, Oh my god, Taylor, I can't believe I'm talking to you right now! (laughs) Yeah, we're not Taylor. We wish, but we're not. I, I hear far I hear far more of those voicemails than hey Taylor talk um which is what I would rather hear <laughs> Anyway Why is that? That's my wonder. Why why is what? I don't know. I think somebody I think someone's messing with us because I think somebody that phone number we have 24031 Swift somywhere on the internet somebody has that listed as Taylor Swift's phone number. Well, that, that's yeah, all well and good, but I was sense. actually wondering why you prefer hearing Hey Taylor talk to, oh my god, it's Taylor! Oh, I prefer it because then we'll have voicemails we can use on the on the, on the the show here. Ah, uh, alright, alright, alright. Yeah, now you get it. We yeah. could make a segment about, like, crazy people who think we're Taylor. Is that, isn't that mean, though? And then we could just... Like there every are week, people like that crazy Taylor fan think. of the week. Oh, then... speaking of speaking of crazy Taylor fan, if you want to start it off on this episode, I actually have a story. I, I don't know where the email is verbatim, but we did get an email from someone, um, a Taylor fan who is asking Taylor for money. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, they I want they want money, money. all the time what, because though? I give her so much of my money. I would like it back, please. For what? <laughs> apparently just for life because they feel like they don't make enough money and taylor makes a lot of it so they're like taylor can i can can you please help me out financially Good for them for being bold <laughs> being <laughs> fearless they, they were now they were fearless, fearless but how, <laughs> how how odd nonetheless uh, especially that, since we can't do anything about it yeah, yeah hang did they, on did they think you were taylor or were they like hoping you would pass the law oh no 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 no. that was a that was an email to taylor like it was addressed to taylor Dear oh. Taylor Swift, please give me some of your money. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, so um, looking forward to hearing from everyone on the future episodes. Remember, if you forgot those methods of contact, you get, just need one link to remember, taylortalk.org slash contact. But now it is time to bid you adieu and say goodbye. Ending episode 126, this has been Adam. Maya. Diane. Sammy. And live from Nashville, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Reminding all of you to go to taylortalk.org slash episode 126 to watch Diane playing Taylor Swift in her You Belong With Me music video parody. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
See ya. But wait, guys, there's more to this episode. So um, don't tell my co-host because they don't know I'm here right now. But I recorded a little outtake for you. We actually, well, I started the recording before they kind of knew I was recording. So I thought it would be fun to share it with you guys. So enjoy. So on record then. Three, two, one. Record. Record. Testing, testing. Testing. Diane, loud. Yes, I know. Be loud and proud, Diane. Yes, okay. Be louder. I will. Every episode you guys say this. Diane, do you want me to help you with the news or are you just going to go straight through it? Oh, my God. What is all that? Sammy, you've got your section there. So why don't we split it with Steve then? Because Steve doesn't have his own section. Oh, yeah, 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 that thing. I added a I'm whole so lot dumb. of crap. I'm so dumb. We've like, been talking about this for a week and I didn't even I added out. a whole lot of crap. I'm sorry. Why don't we... You do whatever you want. I have my thing. What if, if I do two. the first two and then Sammy does... Or... No, no, no. Well, Steve, Steve can has... do the second two. Steve, can you do the second two there? Steve? Do what? Just, just read whatever Sammy wrote. <laughs> <laughs> just read it. <laughs> the bit where it says your name. Just read there. Steve. And then the, the yes. part about the giver also is at the bottom. The what? The movie Taylor's going to be in this summer? <laughs> the giver? Have you heard of it? The giver. The giver. kind of dies. Is that the football that. movie with no. the <laughs> Chicago Browns? Yes. <laughs> no, the Cincinnati Browns. It's the New York <laughs> Chicago Browns. <laughs> I'm tempted to leave this discussion in the episode. Yeah. Oh, oh I we forgot we were even recording. Enough. Wait, we're not recording. But we are, though. We uh, are. It is happening. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.